A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You always know when there's no banter at the onset of the show that something must be going on, right? Right? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Phillip Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm alone in the studio right now because that's right. Interview season has begun. Yeah, the Pack Miller interviews are back. You know the ones. You've looked through the years, through the database, through all of our files. By the way, if you haven't, you should because there are an absolute ton of interviews I've had with all kinds of cyclists, famous and infamous and not so famous and all the great perspectives of people throughout the years that we've been able to do this podcast. Believe it or not, we started way back in 1999. Yeah, yeah, right. Wait, there was podcasting in 1999? Yeah, there was. And some of them are pretty painful to listen to, but some of them are pretty darn brilliant. They have, you know, if I may say so myself. I'm Pat Bolger. Well, how do we start off the season? How do we start off the interview season? Well, the interviews are always about perspective. We're trying to gain an insight into people, into why they do what they do, and what brings us all together. And that is obviously the two-wheeled lifestyle, straddling a top tube and riding it as far, where, whatever, however, whatever distance, whatever surfaces you choose. And I've always been fairly fascinated with the guys or women or whatever that I've ter- uh, given the term of mileheads. Mileheads, those are the people who just go out there and go out there and go out there for insane amounts of distances and time and, you know, aren't necessarily trying to go as fast as they possibly can, but are just wearing themselves down, doing those epic, epic endurance miles. And I always wanted to gain the perspective. And locally, we have a great gear, I mean gear, milehead culture, a lot of great personalities, and I always wanted to gain some insight into those. And so what a greater opportunity to do that than to talk to some of my friends, Justin, Ethan, and a guy by the nickname of The Mo. Mao? The Mao. I think it's The Mao. We're going to find out within the within the context of the interview, number one, how to pronounce it, and number two, where it came from. But Mileheads, great talk, three great guys on the Pack Filler interviews. 
Today's show is all about perspective, everybody. Cyclists, as we all know, tend to be a pretty picky group. Although we all straddle the top tube, stand, step on pedals and balance on two wheels whilst propelling ourselves forward, we each think that the style of propulsion is different from others, dependent upon the terrain, season, and most of all, distances. So we here at the Packville are definitely open to all forms of cycling, but sometimes, just sometimes, we are uh, some forms that we want to gain a bit more insight into. So let's get to that. Let's do that. Let's step inside the mind of the milehead. That's a compliment, gentlemen. It's a term I came up with myself just recently to define a super distant cyclist. Uh, I'm sure our guests have better term, however, but you guys could probably come up with one before I even get to your introductions, right? Goofballs, I don't know. Goofballs. Yeah. <laughs> so let's welcome to the show our, our panel for tonight. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the Rim Break Bar, first of all, and the Pack Filler Podcast. Uh, please, when I introduce you, uh, let us know how long you've been a cyclist. And the most recent crazy thing you have done on a bike. We always like to get to know our, our, our panel with a little bit of just kind of an icebreaker here. So uh, first and foremost, uh, returner to the show and the reason why this is all happen happening, Mr. Justin Short. How are you, man? Fantastic. How about you? I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I, I I can already tell from destined fact that you guys are all dressed in, in full kits and I'm still sitting here in my work clothes that your your ride week has been better than mine so <laughs> I'm doing okay. My bottom half is still business casual. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a visual for that yeah. but I don't have the cameras on. Justin, talk to me. How long you how long you been doing this and the most crazy re thing you've done recently on a bike? I was the last kid in my neighborhood to get my training wheels off at six years old. No shit. Someone broke in to my <laughs> storage unit at the Ugly Green Apartments and stole my goddamn training wheels. Really? I could never ride again. That's it. That was it. So you've yeah. done it. You, you've just and, been completely but, stopped ever since. Yeah, well, Mom took me outside. She's like, let's just give it a try. I was like, no, I can't. You know, and let me guess. This was like the parents shoving the kid into the water and hoping they just figure out how yeah, to swim, Yeah, yeah, right? she gave me a little push on the little stretch of sidewalk, and, and I swerved and fell and skinned my knee. Ah, see, I can never ride again. She's like, it's okay. Let, let's try it again. He's like, no, I can't. Let's just try it again. And she gave me a shove, and and I made it all the way to the end of the sidewalk and whipped it around in the grass, and it was coming back. I swerved and crashed. I was like, I'm riding, I'm riding. And, yeah, I, I rode through that spot on the last crazy thing that I did. Flew into D.C. last month, and yeah, uh, there's a 350 canal slash rail trail all the way to Pittsburgh. Oh, and shit. so I rode that thing straight through. One yeah. sitting. Uh, Literally one sitting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. You got out of the saddle once or twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there was no place it was comfortable for the last 150 miles. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. But that was on account of the salt. Like, my saddle game is, is dialed, and I was not having saddle sores. But Okay. We're going we, we, yeah, yeah, to yeah. that. We're still just. Yeah. First of all, you, so you basically told me that so you've there, been a cyclist that. since birth. Yeah, and and uh, that that you just rode a three hundred fifty miler. All right, wow. Uh, second of all, uh, Mr. Ethan Stewart, did I get your name right? Because I just met you tonight. My last name's actually Washam. Washam, deceptive. What is Stewart then? <clears throat> Stewart is actually my grandma's maiden name. Oh, really? So I just I just, just keep it on Facebook to be kind of anonymous, but okay. The secret's out well, now. I just fucked it up. That's yeah. all right. It's okay, all right. right on. So I've just outed you to the entire witness protection program. <laughs> no, you've probably cleared listening. up a lot of yeah. confusion. Um, <laughs> to answer your original question, yeah. yeah, I think I started riding around the age of eight. That was the first time that I didn't have training wheels, and it's a funny story because <laughs> my mom had this magnolia tree that she had planted and. <clears throat> 
doesn't snow that often in South Carolina, but whenever it would, she would make sure to take all the ice off the leaves and whatnot. And I thought it'd be a fun idea to see how close I could get to the magnolia tree without hitting it. And it was, it was a small <laughs> sapling at the time. And it took me about two tries before I just right in the middle of it and uh, broke the thing right in half. Oh, shit. My mom came out and she was pretty upset. And um, I had this idea that I could make it all better by bringing her $20 and giving her $20. She didn't take the $20, <laughs> but that was the first day I learned how to ride a bike. So, so you paid off your mother. Yeah, right. pretty much. So I guess 21 years of riding, and she still lets me ride. Really? Yeah. The interest on that would be pretty steep. But that would. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, I should have invested. Uh, recent crazy thing you've done. Uh, it doesn't I did. have to be distance, by the way. Yeah, no. I was up in Roslyn this past weekend, and there's a route called the Seven Summits. So I did that. I wouldn't necessarily call it crazy, but um, it was mountain it? biking. Yeah. So it's different than the road biking. Distance and elevation, you know offhand? Yeah. I think it was 22 miles, and it was about 4,000 feet. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's yeah. A, that's and a did it on a full squish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm working on this. It sounds like you guys have been losing bets or something like that. <laughs> and 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 Mister, I'm going to screw up your. How how I want to know where the mo comes from. It's, and it's the mao. The mao. Yep. Okay. Where does it come from, and how does it? It's a long story. Yeah. Um, let's just say it was a drunken argument at a party. Okay. And it it used to be the mao. The mao. And that long story turned into, listen, I'm the motherfucking mouth. <laughs> and, <that's, laughs> and so that's where it went. Okay. And so that name's been around for 20 years. It's probably been following me around. Really? So. And you just I mean, roll you just with it, go man. with it. Yeah, everybody calls me that. I get called that more than my real name. You so. guys you guys rolled up tonight. And I was just going, and you, these, the other two guys introduced you as Chairman V. And, uh, Chairman, Chairman Mao, Mao. Chairman, Chairman Mao. Mao. Well, that makes more sense. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but I was just going. Fuck! I'm not going to find out what to call this guy. So let's just dive into this, man. So that's why I don't really tell anybody. Okay. I just no. let him roll with it. Let him roll with it. I yeah. Just, there's yeah. lots of people that call me on the team that call me uh, the Mo. Yeah. The Mao. Mao. Mo. I'm cool. Yeah. It's whatever. You're the, an ODZ yeah. guy, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I know a lot of your teammates. Oh, and yeah, stuff like yeah. That. We ride with, we, I've, I've held on barely to some of those <laughs> wheels before in my days. You, you too, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So um, let's let's get to the point here. I mean, I, I when I when I kind of wanted to put this together, I wanted to talk to a, a, a group of guys who who are into you know, as as I say, you know, we we talk on the show about cyclists who are who are just all walks of life, and the beautiful thing about this sport is. Yes, we all have these things in common, but you guys go out and just crank out these massive miles on a consistent basis. And am I am I wrong? I'm right, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then you know some of them you post, some of them you don't. And you guys just yeah, you know, I, I took twelve hours on a Saturday and rode. <laughs> you know, 30,000 feet of climbing and, you know, and slept in a ditch and you're like, Hey, that was fun. And I'm like going, the fuck sounds like a fun weekend. Yeah. It's just uh, so, so let's start off. How many miles could you approximately say you've ridden in 2022? Oh, you put me on the spot. Just a rough estimate. 
I rode out to the start of the Tour Divide, and then I rode half of the Tour Divide, so I know for a fact... <laughs> You're going to break it down. <laughs> Justin's got his, his phone out. Yeah. I'm shit. delaying for him yeah. so he can figure his out. But that would have been around 1,800 miles right oh, off the start. Fuck. And then... I don't know. It's it's hard because I'm not a big Strava guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so none of your rides exist. They don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. It's hard to convince people I actually ride. Uh, I just show my saddle sores, yeah. but um, I, I'd say probably hovering around the like three thousand to maybe thirty two hundred this year. So I'm I'm not a huge okay. miles guy. You're not unless I'm with Justin. Okay. Um, and then yeah, they just pop off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Justin. Uh, forty eight hundred right now for the year. Forty eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably looking at like maybe between seven and eight thousand for the year. Or something. You are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not even close. There's no off season. Yeah. Yeah. There hasn't been for the last year because like really? every season I've had some event I'm preparing for. Sure. And, and uh, this thing that that I call training, uh, <laughs> you know, I just go out and get lost in the woods and, and yeah, that, that's that. You know. Yeah. How I like to go about it. My fascination is just with. Uh, Going places I've never been before, and yeah, and that shit. All right, oh, it, idiot number three, want, and I mean that in terms of endearment. Strava miles or no? Uh, just what what so you I'm could at, say. I'm a roadie. I know I'm at sixty sure. one hundred. Oh my on god! Stra- on <laughs> yeah. For Strava, but yeah. I've probably got another five or six hundred miles in there. Yeah. Um, as of now, I do a lot of me rides, and I don't yeah. take my computer. I don't, so I just pedal and go wherever. Nobody knows. I tell my wife I'm leaving, and You're basically riding Amish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the <laughs> well, way to look at it. I might even that might be the new term. You know, my, uh, Jackson, who's on our show, he's my son. He calls them soul rides. Oh yeah, you know, it's just that bicycle just soul riding and just being, yeah. just going. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what kind of a history do you guys have with the sport? Did, did you come from a road at BMX? Or a mountain bike background, or was it just, duh, you know, whatever it is. And we we can jump around. Anybody yeah. wants I to. I started go. first, yeah. so. Yeah. You, Justin. There we go. No, well, Yours I, is much more interesting. I've, I've raced BMX for 10 years, and then uh, and then was a bike messenger for a year. And yeah, got, got so I didn't know that. Where were you messenger? Uh, Pittsburgh, and then oh, uh, sure. Pittsburgh for a year, and Santa Cruz off and on for two years. San Diego, California for a day. <laughs> San Diego blows goats. Yeah. Does it really? <laughs> no offense to any riders down in San Diego. I was in yeah. I was one in Seattle for about eight months. Yeah, we've yeah. got that connection. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 This is a brutal gig. So <laughs> but so BMX and did you do any racing other in other forms or did how did how did this evolution come into what you do now? I got my first road bike when I well, well I did my first bike packing trip on the BMX bike in like ninety two or ninety three something like that. That's touring, or more or less back then. That's, well, we still called it touring, and well, everybody thought it was nerdy. Well, I, at the time I called it a bike trip, mm-hmm. and you know by today's standards they'd call it bike packing. I had a duffel bag yeah. bungee to my yeah. handlebars. I was on a BMX bike, and I would, went four hundred miles from uh, Pittsburgh to <laughs> Central New York. <laughs> Did it have pegs? It, it might Peg. have had pegs Bucky. on the left, yeah. On the left, right. And yeah, it had a it had a bash guard underneath, and I had a backpack on, and I got saddle sores on my back from the backpack. Oh my god! And, god. and I think I rode like eighty mile days on that thing. And 
<laughs> wow. You know, I got I got to my mom's farm in New York, and I thought, oh my god, this was so much fun. Really? And, and like my competitive spirit bit the dust. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because huh. uh, it was like, wow, this is <laughs> you know. Do I say thee or do I what do I is the or Choose the it. or they, what do I say? Yeah. You're gonna be wrong and yeah. right. I no, am. you're gonna be, yeah, you're gonna be wrong and right at the yeah. same time. So what 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 brought you into all this? You know, um, you're the only guy in a licensed club. Are uh, Ethan? Are you on a licensed club? I'm not. Club? No. Okay, so yeah, you're I, uh, on a licensed club. I started commuting to work. Really? Yeah. 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 I uh, rode bikes as a you know as a kid. Everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. Got away from it. Started skateboarding and doing all that. Never rode a bike again. And. <laughs> I was super broke and was like, I'm going to ride to work. And somebody says, no, you can't do that. That's too far. <laughs> I'm like, it can't be that far. It's only eight miles. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm riding 10 miles to work. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, just started riding. And it was super rad to chase that uh, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay. So is that, can we say that might be a common theme? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that that, that uh, Chairman Mao 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 and I really clicked on when we first met, he came to the Dirty Spokanza, I think the second year I did it. Yeah. Yeah, and, it was second year. Yeah. And he came to the to the finish. It was down at Mojo that year. And I got to hit the I, sponsor I, I, jingle. Oh, I don't have my computer. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, yeah. Who are we? Uh, uh, yeah. Gooders? No, you said... Mojo. Oh, Mojo. Mojo. Hey. hey. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Yeah. Yeah. I got to bring my clown horn in. We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dog will shit his pants. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have pants, but my dog will shit. Yeah, yeah. Like we were sitting over tacos at the at the finish down there. And, and, and you know, he grew Stop up here and he's like, we were coming up over Antoine. And I was like wondering, where the fuck am I? You know, it's like. <laughs> was this. So this is a this is like a, 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 a epitome moment or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So I was on the backside of Newman Lake. Yeah. And uh, there's a super weird trail that goes to I think it's McKenzie Park. Anyways, you ride through there. Oh, the Turtle Trail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we get in there and I'm riding with another guy and we missed a turn. Shiggy. Yeah, Shiggy. Yeah. And if you haven't ridden with Shiggy, you got to do it. <laughs> It's it's a blast. Ninety nine percent of my listeners are going, "What the fuck? These names? What do they mean?" But that's okay. I think we're all along for the ride. Yeah. So we go down the single track, and uh, we can't even ride it anymore. We're walking over roots and rocks, and we thought, "Oh no, this this adds up." I mean, this is the way the ride's been the entire time. So why wouldn't we? This is where you guys start to lose me. Seriously, it's just like this when you're not on the bike. It's like. <laughs> so we're going through and there's an oven like an out of a house in the middle of nowhere i mean it's just trees <laughs> like what the hell then some witch is enticing you to get in it did, did you open the further? oven no we didn't open the oven uh, but we get done. a little farther and there's mailboxes and there's dishwashers and just all these weird things and there's Barbie dolls hung up by their this legs. This is Blair Witch and shit, yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. it, it absolutely was. The so, Blair Witch preem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so Shiggy looks at me and he says, I'm opening it. And he reaches over to this over <laughs> this mailbox and he opens it up. And there's this like chicken skull or something like a bird skull in it. 
facing out. So when you open it up, and this thing's eye level, opens it up, and there it is looking at us. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are and- laughing. I'm. This is, this, sh- this is like David Lynch meets Stephen King shit, man. This is scary. So we turn around and he says, we should probably go. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. So we go back and we realize we find where we had missed our turn. And we turn and we start going up it. And the trail is so narrow. I'm on my cross bike. And not only can I not pedal up this thing because it's so damn steep. But I can't even get my bars barely through the the trees. (laughs) And I get dumped. They're gone. And I'm like. I come up to the switchback and I stop and that's when it hits me. I'm like, what, where the fuck am I right now? <laughs> like what, what decision did I make to wake up and say, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go do that. And th- th- yet you keep coming back. Yeah. Holy shit. So, okay. Even we, we you, you missed out on this first question. Tell me, tell me about your history and, and was there a racing influence? Was there, what, you know, what brought you into all this? Yeah. Um, I should stop saying, um, sorry. No, you're that. good. We're Americans. That's what we do. Is it? That's okay. what we say before. My brother raced BMX when I was a kid and I remember him like wearing the helmet and the pads sure. and just, it looked cool. And yeah. so radical, Yeah, maybe even radical. I, yeah. And so I convinced my mom to buy me a BMX bike, to buy me a helmet, to buy me the pads, um, and as soon as she got me all that stuff, my brother decided he was done with BMX. So I had oh. all this stuff, and I, you know, wasn't interesting anymore because my brother didn't like it. He was my older brother, <laughs> so it all kind of went in the closet, and I didn't touch it really at all until I guess the end of high school. And I remember my senior year, I broke up with my girlfriend, and I was sad, and so I pulled. The bike out and i was just like i'm just gonna ride this thing most people write songs i ride bikes <laughs> and i just i just remember riding it and feeling better i was just like this feels good all of a sudden i just feel better and so college rolls around and i had that bike and i would ride it to class back and forth and i i do i never oiled the chain i didn't change the brake pads at all and eventually like the bike was just it was falling apart and so it came time to get another bike and i found this film called line of sight by lucas brunelli it's uh this film all about bike messengers oh okay so he was filming alley cats in new york city and they're all riding fixed gears and so i was like i'm gonna get me a fixed gear So I got a fixie and I was living in Columbia, South Carolina at the time and it's a rather hilly place. So a fixier was not necessarily ideal, but it was certainly cool. And so I rode a fixie all through college until I got hit by my first car and then the fixie was done after that. Yeah. So my natural inkling was just get another fix gear. And so I rode fix gear pretty much all the way through college and then at some point I realized I was having these knee problems and it was oh, yeah. all because of the fixed gear. So <laughs> I switched to road bike and I don't know, there's, there's a whole progression beyond that. But I would say that my start to being really interesting, interested in cycling was riding fixed gears. Yeah. And to this day I ride single speeds when it comes to bike packing, um, at least when, ra- when I'm doing races. And I think a lot of it started with that. It was just this appeal of just one gear and yeah. something about that. So you do you do race. You do pin a number on. 
I don't race, but I do take part in bike pack. <laughs> we grand apart air quotes. Yeah. What's yeah. It, what, what, what? 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 It's weird. Stop There's this it. culture associated with it where you don't call it a race. <clears throat> Is that what? fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a grand apart. But there are numbers. There are no numbers. No. There are no numbers. There are no fees. Although okay. it's the most expensive race you'll ever take part in. Because you're eating $100 of gas station food a day. Oh, I'm going to get to gas station food. You're cracking oh, yeah. bike frames and replacing them on the spot. And so, what? yeah. It's, uh, it's okay. expensive. Talk to me about what you, what you, you know, I don't want, here I talk at the opening of the show about, about categorizing cyclists. And we need to probably do that a lot less. But <laughs> if you were to categorize what you guys do. What would you define it as? Justin always says, this weekend we're going on a misadventure. <laughs> okay, so, so you're misadventurous. Misadventures. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, okay. I, that's accurate. I'm just going and riding bikes. Yeah. I, Justin says you want to ride bikes? On a misadventure? <laughs> really? Okay. Really? Yeah, I just, I'm just out riding bikes. Does he tell you ahead of time what, what the fuck you're about to get into? Or is it just we, like... We discuss it a little bit. Yeah, one one of us will come up with a route or, you know, grab a route from someone else. And and if it seems like a terrible idea, we're all in, you know. Okay, so you you do pre-plan a route or you do at least have something GPX file loaded, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So it's not just... Now, there are a lot of talks about getting lost, bushwhacking, riding up, up, walking through places with random ovens and and mailboxes and potentially (laughs) losing your life and... While somebody else is standing in the corner, yeah, you know, Blair I'm Witch thinking totems, a Blair yeah. Witch theme here. Yeah. Um, but, but how did this evolve? Talk to me about how you guys got got to the point where it's and and did the mileages always start out as epic or was it? Hey, let's just go out and do an hour and a half. Hey, let's just do two hours and a half. Hey, let's sleep away from home tonight. You know, how did this how did this evolve? Is anybody uh, I'll start. Start yeah. on that one? Yeah. Yeah. So my first mountain bike was a Kona unit, single speed naturally. And I'd found this route called the, is it the Palmetto Trail? It's in South Carolina because I was living okay. there at the time. And so it was on bikepacking.com. I don't know if you have to do a plug for that at this point. But I, I don't know him, but okay, I'll get we'll do plug. it anyways. Oh, yes. Trademark it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'd seen what it looked like to put bikes on a or bags on a bike. And so I tried that out and I just, I kind of strapped some stuff on there and I just, I was like, I have three days. I'm just going to see what it's like to ride for three days. And I quickly learned just what it was like to ride at night and the appeal of it. And so it, it became more just about, I don't know. It's like just riding at the time you want to, however long you want to. Okay. And just realizing kind of what your own boundaries were. And so that's kind of how it started for me a little bit. And then once I did my first bikepacking race, I began to learn what my limits were and like actually how far I could go and how long I could be on a bike. And so it's, it's almost like the miles themselves were kind of a, a second thought. It was just more of like, well, let's see how we could, how far we can go. And, Let's see how long I can stay on the bike, and let's see what it's like to ride through the night. So it kind of was organic, at least for me. Okay. Guys, anybody yeah. want to take no, a bite I, out I of this totally one? I totally agree with everything really? you just wow. said. Wow. Yeah, totally. Uh, I know, it's I a, my, my, my take on it's a little bit different, but 
I rode that flame dang or this Bukanza. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No, I mean, we, uh, you started. So you, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. When I rode that and got back, as we're sitting there with eating these tacos, I thought, this was the stupidest thing I've done in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I had an ear-to-ear smile. Right. And it was the raddest time. And everybody, we're all sitting around this plate of tacos. No chairs. We're on the asphalt. <laughs> and we're just drinking beer. And it was yeah. it was the coolest thing ever. And so we hooked up a couple more times. And then I rode Midnight Century. Yeah. And rode at night and it blew my mind and so then it was just like make the two come together yeah so yeah no i totally agree it just kind of just grew more and more and i've always looked for adventure and seeing things and that type of thing when you ride at night does it feel like you're 13 again absolutely absolutely. it feels like a sleepover and you know what's even better than that when it starts raining on you yes yeah and then you're like in the zone (laughs) oh yeah you know what just popped into my head that fascination that i don't know i mean i don't know if it's gender bias or not but uh, that fascination with flashlights my grandfather my grandfather always used to say give the kid a flashlight and he'll just be happy for weeks <laughs> yeah. and he was right and i sometimes when i'm riding my bike at night with with lights on i'm like this is that mm. that experience and and maybe it is that maybe it's just that yeah. stupid shut your brain off yeah 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 yeah, yeah throw it flat just letting the light dance yeah. all over the place yeah, the street and just lights on i'm not going home yet yeah <laughs> yeah <So> we rode <laughs> we rode yeah. we rode mount doom and to, to describe well, to somebody who doesn't Mount, know what the okay, fuck Mount so Doom Mount is. Doom yeah, yeah, yeah. is from Spokane. It's all dirt to the top of Steptoe Butte and back. Which is a long ass It was, what, 170 way. miles or something? 178 like miles was yeah. the first route that we tried. Okay, so on, everybody yeah. who's listening to this, you just shook off 170 miles. You went 170. No, no. We were going like four miles an hour yeah. max effort for the entire day <laughs> yeah Be- it was because of the, of the terrain the wind, wind. Oh, okay. of the wind and okay. the weather okay. and all yeah. that that was the first time yeah but the second time yeah. what made me think of it there was a second is we're riding well Actually. we didn't finish it the first one we had to do it we had to bail out okay i'll fully okay. admit it okay. i had to i had to hang my head low and hey says so <laughs> i'm calling uber. the spouse <laughs> yeah the spouse uber was called <laughs> So we did it the second time, and we're coming through Spangle, and we're going up this climb, and Justin's in front of me, and my headlight's on him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm chasing the, what would you say? Oh, I was drafting my, uh, drafting my shadow. Yeah, drafting yeah. my shadow up here as we're huh. sitting there watching our shadows. So, yes, the, the, the flashlight thing, yeah. it's still real. Playing with that. Huh. Are these rides predominantly gravel-based? Yeah. Is, is, is the focus here... Off the beaten path. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so avoid tarmac if at all possible, right? Yeah, when we, yeah when we've we got to connect here and there, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's just a method to get to the next section. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to, but talk to me about and 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 you guys keep talking about having these great times and stuff like that. And I, I call a small amount of bullshit in the fact that, especially when I was talking to the Mojo guys about this this lack of competitive nature. Because I think there is, and you guys just, I hope you guys are willing to admit it, there is a willingness or an excited nature 
to lay down the smack on your friends and realize that you're hurting less than somebody oh, else. There's nothing better. Chairman's, there's chairman's nothing, a great. Thank you. There's nothing better than making your friends chase you. Yeah. Stop. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Ride road bikes, man. Come on. Yeah. I, I, well, if you can't, if you, it's exciting to make your friends chase you to the next stop sign. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatnot. Or they're settling in and. You're all just riding bikes, and then you attack. Oh. Because because why wouldn't you? Thank you. <laughs> okay. I just get tired of this. No, man. It's all peace and love, bro. Uh, it's yeah. not fucking Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, the first one. Because the third one was comp- competitive. Yeah. You've seen that documentary. But, well, you, <laughs> but, but well, there is a competitive nature, yeah. right? Well, I met you in the Midnight Century. That, yeah. that was my gateway drug. And the Midnight Century <laughs> is a pretty gentle gravel route. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But... You know, like that was my gateway drug into uh, bike packing because uh, 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 one of my friends I did, uh, Thomas Yates from the Bike Hub, mm-hmm. uh, he, he 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 texted me. He's like, "Funny hey, dude, hey, by hey, the way. Yeah, 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 I follow his social media. <laughs> Funny guy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he texted me. He's like, "Hey, man, you got to check out this." And he sent me a link to Cross Washington. Oh, and, Jesus. So yeah. the Cross Washington Mountain Bike Race is a 700 mile, ninety uh, percent off pavement. Uh, you know, some bushwhacking, yeah. a lot of tree hoists, and dragging your bike oh, through snow and shit. over mountains and, and and through balls deep canal crossings and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, he, he takes pride in people cursing him. <laughs> You're talking about Troy at this yeah, point. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, the organizer, Troy Hoffman. I ain't talking about Thomas you know, still. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. He looks pretty lovable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. So <laughs> so Troy Hopwood is the organizer of Cross Washington. Okay. And and he, he organized this thing to try and get traffic on the uh, Palouse to Cascade State Park Trail, which is a rail trail which goes most of the way across the state, which we almost lost a few years ago because no one was using it. And is this John Wayne Trail? Anything yeah, yeah. associated with that? Yeah, okay. yeah. So they... they <laughs> They uh, uh, moved it under the the state parks and changed the name of it. Oh, so it, I still call it John Wayne. I do. That, that's yeah, it's way cooler. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. yeah, way cooler. Yeah, yeah. It's so Welcome random. to Purgatory, Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a terrible impersonation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, yeah John yeah, Wayne yeah. is rough and tough and don't take shit from yeah. no bike packers. And I've heard it's all <laughs> shale. I heard it's all terrible. Oh uh, well, it, oh it depends. Yeah, if you get behind the horse train. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. snuck in front of it. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, so t- how long was this adventure? And I'm using miles. quotations. That, and that's where I met Ethan. That's uh, another story, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, entirely another story. 700 miles. Yeah. 700 miles, yeah. But, you know, there's, there's a legacy of people creating these routes who take pride in people cursing their name <laughs> you know yeah. as they're out there you know bushwhacking so this this comp- competitive element yeah. is 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 legit it's real I, it's it's competitive you you're competing against yourself a lot of times sure like the i think it sums it up in the moment when you're when you're on the crosswashing and you're on the John Wayne trail and there's a perfectly paved road next to you oh. <laughs> and yeah, you know God. that you could be on that paved road yeah. and yeah. you wouldn't be Having your yeah, you're like yeah, yeah, out fucking chatterbumps. Yeah. And so there's a part of it where you're like you're competing against what you think you can do and what your mind is telling you you should be doing. Yeah, and there's four guys from Big Sky Montana go riding by you on the road. You fucking bastards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've been drinking yeah. beer the past six days. Yeah, yeah. Is is it? Um, 
So, but but okay, we, we we're talking about these these events that you guys are becoming involved in or have been involved in, and and we, you you give them names. You have to have a route name. Yeah, yeah. Even if it makes no sense, are better if there's a cool sticker to go with it. But a route name is essential. Are yes. they racist? Uh, no, no. Like he, he put together this one he called Mrs. McGee that goes to this people <laughs> showing McGee up. Airstrip. People showing yeah. up. All starting at the same time, mm-hmm. racing to, uh, sorry, riding to a specific finish line, trying to kick each, each other's asses and having fun doing it. But helping is that each a other. race? They're helping oh, sure, each other. helping each other. Well, if yeah, yeah, absolutely. You right. know, I'm going to throw somebody a spare tube if I want yeah. to. I'm not fucking stopping. But is it, does that classify as a race? I'm trying to bring the roadie mentality, mm. this this yeah. blah, kick everybody's ass, to understand that yes, yeah. we are still competitive beasts. Would you classify it as a race? You know, I, I'm. I, I are you wouldn't. gonna just deny? I it wouldn't. I'm sorry. But you wouldn't. Okay. Maybe it's because I didn't spend time as a roadie yeah, long yeah, enough, yeah. and I never did a road race. And I think my attraction to bikepacking was that it was not. Okay. It didn't have that race culture, but there's a competitive side, and I think that that is there's a difference between racing and being competitive. Yeah. I mean, I watch guys like Lachlan Morton, Lil Wilcox, and stuff like that, Absolutely. which is it, and that is still whoever gets to the end first wins, right? And that's still, in essence, a race. Well, what I'm essentially shooting for is my, <laughs> my usual eighth or ninth place, and that, that seemed to be where I end up. That's a place, yeah. though. That's a race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, well, it's it's pack, cool, though, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, pack like, filler. That's what we are. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what we are. Like, yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's the name of the show, yeah. man. Yeah. The draw for me is, is meeting people and and. And yes. goofing off yeah. and and oh god and going places I've never been, but the, you know it's like it, it's cool to see that uh, you know there's GPS tracking on these things, sure, because you can you know when you get a signal you can look and see where you are and who's nearby, and, yeah, you know like my first cross Washington, uh, you know there's this guy named Ivan Moore from well, he, he's he's a Brit but he lives Ooh. in he lives in Ooh. Bellingham. I thought he was from Australia. I thought so too. Like any you shouldn't time. call him a Brit then. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, no, he, he's definitely a Brit. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I'm he, sorry. I'm all right. different. He's got the Union Jack Somebody's on his, uh, on his oh, yeah. frame bag, but okay. Uh, but anytime I do an impersonation, it's always the Aussie that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. We're only so good at it. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I'd look at pull-up track leaders i'm like oh ivan's up at it. i get to ride with him for a little bit you yeah. know and mm. and you know that was the cool thing and i'd be like i think i'm gonna ride all night tonight you know and then suddenly i'd be like you know when you know like yeah. i'd suddenly go from like 15th place i'm like oh i'm in eighth place now hey cool wow um so you guys are doing these massive miles i mean what's what's a average ride what would you class what's the minimum amount of distance you would say like yeah that's legit well, around the block. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are open. Yeah. So that being said, talk to me about um, 
life obligations, the things that get in the way, the things that are keeping you away. How do you get away with going out for a 6, 10, 12-hour ride on a weekend? Well, we've got this, we've got the spectrum lined up on the room. I was about to say, you here. guys yeah. have, it's much more nuanced. Good, okay. Married and uh, I have two cats. So. Yeah. yeah, no, but, but I mean, the cat's got to be fucking fed and you got to go to work they in the do. morning too, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So. Yeah, everything's automated with the cats though, so <laughs> okay. I can leave them for a week. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll say that it has made dating difficult. Yeah? Yeah, like trying to explain why you're gone every weekend, especially if you're training for something. Because the way that I've always trained for bikepacking, Grand Departs, is, is my bikepacking. Yeah, it's yeah. like I do a two-day ride, and I do a three-day ride, and I just try to get weekends in, usually with Justin. And it's hard to explain that to somebody who that's not their interest. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's it can be lonely, but... That's why you find people to ride with. And that's the significance of riding with these two guys is that, like, y- you can you can get better, but you can do it by getting friends as well and developing yeah. friendships. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah that, that's that's kind of the nuance of it, I think, at least for me. Well, t- a couple things here. just And I don't mean to put you on the spot or embarrass you, but gee, I, I can honestly say he's probably the best-looking guy at the bar. Wouldn't, can mustache. we agree? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, just, I, I have nothing against your muscles. Well, I was mustache. at work sweating all day. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. But uh, but second of all, I need to talk to you guys about bikepacking because I've talked on this show about the fact I have like a uh, full gear of Ortley bags in there, but oh. I, I haven't done anything. Oh, I was listening. Yet, but, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but um, what's a, what's a minimum for you for you guys? What's like you know you said around the block, but you know. oh well, you know, uh, and how far do you imagine going? He put the, Ethan put together a uh, uh, hundred mile overnighter, so we were gonna bike fifty miles, and I had this crazy idea that like, yeah, we'd get into camp, yeah. you know, it would still be light out, we'd tell stories, have dinner on the camp stove. I forgot my stove. <laughs> brought, brought the fuel didn't bring the stove uh and we hadn't planned for snow and rain and, and that 50 miles took us 13 hours oh, <laughs> so we were like yeah it did there were these cabins out there throw my bike in a fucking dumpster yeah, we, after 13 hours. yeah we no. crawled up on the porches of these cabins that were out there in, in <laughs> at midnight yeah. some yeah. tax accountants going yeah. get off my porch and, and coming back the next day there were tree hoists with the snow, yeah, really? <laughs> and you know, yeah, yeah and yeah. reroutes, yeah, yeah, oh, well, yeah, a lot of reroutes. Yeah. And so, how how far? What's the what's the farthest you can imagine yourselves going? How far does a chain go? <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, oh man, that was I mean, badass. That's, that's where great, I'm at on it. I mean, really, yeah, really. I, if I had the time and didn't have to go to work and yeah. do all the things. Yeah, somebody you, rode you around. Go, somebody rode well. around the around the world, right? It happened. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It happens all the time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but as far as like one go, you know, like I, I'm comfortable with riding straight through 350 miles, you know, really? somewhere around there. Comfortable. Uh, huh? uh, it, depends you know, on the miles. It's, it's yeah. It's no <laughs> sure. Depends. Yeah. 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 It's, it's weird though, because you know, like I, I uh, you know, like we've been doing a bunch of two and three hundred mile <clears throat> rides out in the Idaho Panhandle, and I, I did this thing down in Oregon that was. 350 and uh you know that was you know 30,000 feet of climbing jeez and, and it was actually 
compartmentalized in my mind in a way that that it was easier than this flat as a pancake rail trail I rode to Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, like it was, it was, you know, the the brain, the head game was yeah. so much easier. It is like, okay, I'm climbing. This is my life now. I'm like, woohoo! Now I'm descending. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. 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 Like just sitting, you know, just sitting there turning pedals at 13, 14, 12 miles an hour for. Would you say it's a mental game more at those longer oh, yeah. distances? Yeah, that's absolutely. that's the one you're struggling yeah, most yeah. against. Yeah, yeah. We've all been with each other when we're in the hole. Cracking. Oh, yeah. Cracking. And, and not, I've never seen these guys lose their sense of humor. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah it's, I've never it's seen critical. you lose your sense of humor, Justin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, you're like the Joker, man. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how I got these guys. Yeah, and I'm hypothermating right now. Yeah. This is hilarious. So. Yeah. How, we, we we mentioned on the outset about about your fueling options. There's no way you can carry enough food. And I have I have seen, and I'm closing my eyes right now because this is an audio podcast. I'm closing my eyes at some of the photographs I've seen from you guys on social media about the shit you're you're just <laughs> taking anything that you can find at a gas station mm. to refuel with. How does your system work on what would many would consider a nail in your coffin? I mean, you know, eating some of these it's, like gas stations. On it's top. rough. Yeah. I, uh, so I raced across Washington this year. Yeah. And I made the push from Wenatchee to Tico. It was 300 miles on the dot. And it was 42 hours on the bike. Oh, my God. I man. slept in Lind for like 15 minutes. Where though? Let me interrupt. Right, right up, where? Right no, where did you sleep? On was a, it ditch, a ditch? In is a what he's campground, asking. In a, <laughs> in a chair. hotel room? In a chair? In a, in a chair? In a chair? In front of a uh, cafe? Oh yeah. There was a coffee shop, and so I went in. I says, "Got a coffee?" And she says, "Well, they told me that you had some food in here. We don't have food." <laughs> oh no. Do you have oh, anything man. to eat? And she says, "Yeah, we got these bars." And she's like, "They're not very good," and this and that. And I look at them, and I'm like. This, is, this is chocolate, <laughs> peanut butter. This is all the things I need. Yeah. I want all of them. So yeah, I yeah. buy like three or four of them. Yeah, you're part-time <laughs> vegan too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I am plant-based, so oh, there no. is that. Yeah. So I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. So I go out and I sit down and I'm drinking this coffee. She comes out. She's smoking a cigarette on the por- on the curb. <laughs> I says, hey, do you mind if I just lay my head back and take like a nap for like 15, 20 minutes? And she says, I got a wonderful couch in here. Oh, my God. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> that sounds really rad. Well, that's will, a Rip Van Winkle right now. That is. Right never there. to be <laughs> seen again. Wakes up in an ice bath with yeah. his intestines gone. <laughs> yeah. I says, that'd be really awesome to do, but I stink. Yeah. I says, yeah. I haven't taken a bath in 200 miles. And she goes, oh, I appreciate that. And oh. I says, your couch and your customers probably do too. Yeah. yeah. So wow. I laid my head back and set my alarm on my phone to go off because back to the competitive part i knew there were two guys behind me (laughs) by like a half hour and i set my alarm for 20 minutes woke up and that was it and it went off i closed my eyes and it went off and there again you talk about the mental game i woke up woke up in the worst place i could have ever been Mm -hmm. and it was just my mental like i was really focused the whole time and then that happened and was a wreck yeah for about an hour really but it slowly dissipated slowly came back yeah figure figure ways out to get back on the bike pedal do figure out things to make yourself yeah once you start pedaling you kind of forget to be tired yeah Yeah. because other things hurt yeah yeah (laughs) you know if you're up for 24 hours yeah you might as well be for for 40 something yeah yeah 
So what's what's some of the worst stuff you guys have had to force down? We you know, you know just hearing about these these random bars that have probably been there since 1986. Yeah. And then you know what are some of the things you're just like going? I I need these calories. I mean I've I've seen some of this stuff. You know, mindly mind you from my experience on YouTube and watching people uh, just like going, I'm grabbing gummy bears, I'm grabbing this kind of stuff. But you know, I. What what keeps you going? What what do you look for? In my favorite. If, if I'm if I'm riding out of home here, I, I will grab a hundred mile burrito oh, from yes. oh, yeah. from my fresh basket case, which is a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, town. yeah. Um, yeah, they make this 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 lump of a you know it's like this log of a of a breakfast burrito. And so you take it with you beforehand. You leave with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. like I'll grab it the day before and. I'll start the ride on that, get about halfway through with it, and then move into a waffle PBJ. And then, you know, by the time the waffle yeah, yeah. PBJ is done, you know, maybe I've got a banana on hand. Yeah, he's uh, got one right here <laughs> on the bar with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you know, the banana kind of smooths out the stomach a little bit, and you know, uh, but you know, like we're all three of us, and every anyone we ride with, we're all side eyeing each other. Like Ethan, <laughs> we were on uh, the spiced latte route, which is this two hundred mile thing that he put together this summer. It was <laughs> fan freaking tastic. Uh, but like, there was one resupply on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What was it, the first hundred miles or something like that? Yes, yeah, yeah right at that point. Yeah, point. yeah, there yeah. was plenty after that, but, you know, it's like, he grabbed a, a uh, uh, this fruit pie thing and Hostess? Dude, these are like off brands. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It's totally Sarah off. Lee or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. I've called yeah. the Hostess fruit pies power pies since yeah, the yeah, 1980s. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, like they're Hostess is ass. gourmet compared to what this was. Really? <laughs> I, you know, we had a three and a half hour climb after that, and I was, you know, he pulled that thing out up on the mountain, and I was looking at that. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> why I didn't I pick that? Yeah, I'm gonna sh- <laughs> prison shake you right yeah. now. <laughs> I would kill someone for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I. So back to the food question. Yeah, yeah. I only pick things that I want to eat. And I think that's part of this these rides is that you have to eat all the time. And so it's important to have things that you actually want to eat. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's Twinkies. Like, oh I, I just, it's always Twinkies. And when I finished the Tour Divide, it took me months to stop like eating Twinkies because I was eating them so often and they were like the first step so, is admitting you have a probe yeah, yeah. so yeah I mean wow. for me it's it's actually it's not eating like stuff you don't like 
I would oftentimes grab a carton of ice cream and put it in my bag, and then like two or three hours later, I'd pull it out and eat it. Yeah, and I learned that one from Lyle Wilcox. And you're drinking it at that. You know point. who Leo Wilcox is, yeah, right? Yeah, it took me a while. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. I, I've had one listener who said I didn't know who Leo Wilcox you don't know was. Who Leo Wilcox I've been is? bitter about that for, <laughs> for like twelve years. So yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's yeah. you're fine. I just you know fucked up. It's an inside yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. No, um, so is, is there a schedule? Do you guys like, or do you just like just keep it coming in? We. Uh, 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 Threethan and I can sometimes get Fridays off together, so that'll be like a Friday Saturday. Well, I mean, eating I during eating. a ride, eating, yeah, yeah, yeah. eating during a ride. Fifteen minutes, take a bite out of something. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's a constant grazing. So yeah, yeah. So whatever you're hungry for, uh, you know, I I heard on a podcast just last week that like you know if you're running type or, or, or zone three and above, yeah, you know your body's burning carbs. But if you're running zone two, which is where we tend to hang out, um. You know, you're you're burning fat. Yeah. And so, yeah, I I, I tend to hang out with like fatty, meaty, cheesy okay. things like that. And then, you know, I'll throw in a, a fruit pie or or a waffle PBJ. Or, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I kind of do the whole that sixty carb an hour. Yeah. Wow. You really? kind of just so calculated. Yeah. You're thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I think a Twinkie covers all the exactly. Food just, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. 400 calories. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I agree. Down I think. The hatch. I think it's eating what you want to. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. palate fatigue is such a big thing once yeah. you get oh, out there yeah. and you eat, and you're just next thing you know, you're like, I don't even want to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm 20 miles out. Yeah. I run into that all the time because I'll take certain things with me, and then I just get bored with it, and it's like, oh God. Yeah. Something grainy sounds like nightmare right now. I'd rather you know. Yeah, burn at the stake. No, that's like Justin one time pulled out uh, chocolate covered ginger. <laughs> yeah, candy, Ooh, ginger. candy ginger. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, oh, that it'll move out the stomach. Yeah. Are you saying it, that in a yeah. good way? No, yeah, in a good way. It'll really? take you out of any hole you're in. Yes, really, any hole. <clears throat> Whenever I was having stomach issues on the divide, I would eat one of the ginger candies. Yeah, and it would always reset my stomach. So it's good. not the same as taking a bite yeah. out of the yeah. ginger root, right, Justin? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, yeah, the straight ginger root. Yeah, that was oh, something that... that's got to burn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And burns. eat away your enamel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, so do you guys... Um, you guys ride with a collection of other groups. Or do you stay within your own stereotypes, so to speak? I ride with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, same. yeah. Yeah. I do a Tuesday night ride out of Vertical Earth, and yeah. I ride with all those guys, and then I ride with these guys on the weekends, and then... Well, actually, that's really the two groups. But yeah. Yeah. It's important to mix it up. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't have a bouncy bike right now, but I, you know? I'm, I'm shopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right on. I've seen some aerial shots of you, which I consider absolute insanity. But I've seen you descend Mount Spokane, our local hill, with this this style that I can only just consider your own, where I'm just going, he is leaning down off the side of the bike where he, you know, your ass is below the top tube and you're just railing around a corner and I'm just going, I will never see that man again because <laughs> I I want to see tomorrow. There's a great picture from Cross Washington of that exact same thing. That you're coming <laughs> yeah. through and oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great He's picture. He's hanging off the edge. In yeah. the rain, that one that just came out? There yeah. was one that just came out that was a gorgeous Yeah, that was a good yeah. shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was uh, Seth Dubois took that one. He was the organizer of, one of the organizers from the Odyssey of the Vogue, which is a, 350 mile race through the Oregon coast range. Wow. And yeah, 
so he was out there taking pictures on that one but yeah yeah josh kato who uh he, he's won tour divide and you know he's one of the the ultra ultra you know like yeah, yeah. You, know, you know like when i bust out a triple century or you know you know that's like a half day for him um but he's also one hell of a photographer <laughs> and yeah. you know he'll go out and take some guerrilla photography but that, that was something that i i, I you know, hanging my ass hot sideways off the seat to air the guys out. You know, yeah, that's, it's it's tank patrol <laughs> yeah, is what yeah, I call yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there a in your cycling life, in your evolution of your cycling life, is there a limit to this, or are you guys just living for the now? Uh, well, right now I'm able to, uh, you know, like the the. 350 mile thing is, is easy enough to knock out in a week and do it somewhere uh, yeah. where I can visit family. Sure. You know, because, uh, you know, I, I did this thing in in Florida down in February, the Hurricane 300. And, uh, you know, you wouldn't expect to get the hell beat out of you in Florida. But, yeah, it was like swamps and balls deep river wow. crossings with wow. alligators and really? you know my hand went numb for six months <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah because i rode the wrong bike i mean there was like a hundred miles of fun flowy single track yeah it was yeah it was nuts um uh, but you know it's like i cracked myself for um uh, i want to take me like 45 hours to finish that thing and then and then uh you know hanging out with my mom for the rest of the week yeah that helps yeah, yeah yeah have that that mix that mm-hmm. things like that yeah yeah but you know it's like i i do have you know maybe 2024 i'm eyeballing tour divide okay you, know, no be like, you didn't tell me that <laughs> you know it's, it's still an idea in progress uh, yeah. you know uh you know it, it's one that terrifies me a little bit less than some a little tired it the 2700 mile tour divide tour terrifies me less than Colorado Trail Race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breck Epic or anything like uh, that. It's all races, though. Breck Epic is like a full-on multi-day race, though. So. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that, that, that Breck Epic, I think, that, that's like a stage race, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah. No, not your... Not yeah, your Colorado trip. Trail Race, it's like, okay, you're up above Timberline. It's like, yeah, you might get struck by lightning up here. Oh, shit. You know, oh, shit. hail storms are going to come yeah. through and, and yeah. There's shelf life guys, or is this just going to keep going? You're going to just deal with your cats and be good, or is this there a limit oh, to man, all this? Brought up the cats again. <laughs> well, you brought it up first, you know. I don't know. Like it's it's a stage of life thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see myself doing this forever. Um, I it, I do it because it gives me something to look forward to, but it's yeah. just because that's where I'm at in life. Like I. Sure. I don't have a lot of other things to look forward to. And so these rides are a means of having something to work towards. And I think that yeah. works well with my personality. But I don't know if I had a family or something that could easily be more important. And it's interesting because you see a lot of endurance riders come into this at a later point in life. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling you out, Justin, but like, <laughs> it, like it, it, you almost like catch the second wind like a little bit later in life because you all of a sudden desire it again and so yeah. I, I don't know like for me it, it just it's almost like okay I'll take it a year at a time yeah, and then eventually it'll probably run out for me but I'll always ride a bike it just yeah. it evolves into a, a different desire I think that's the key thing here is too is you know I, I started you know you guys I, you guys jokingly said at the onset of the show that you started you were a, you considered yourself a, 
I asked you about your cycling career, and you all mentioned something at, at birth or, or, or that early. <laughs> you know, and I think, you know, I talk about lifelong cyclists, and I talk about the fact that some of the best uh, friendships you make some of the best experiences you can relate to many times regards to straddling a top two. And, and that's what keeps you going, whether you're able to find the time to do these incredible epic rides or not, you're still a cyclist and you can still, I have people on the show who haven't been on a bike in months, but they can still walk up to you and talk to you about the experiences and they can still relate to it because that's their life. So yeah, you know, and, and it'll come and it'll go. But, you know, someday you find yourself with 17 bikes hanging in your fucking basement. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and you're damn proud of it. it. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, I don't see myself stopping. Yeah. I really don't. I uh, I ride bikes for me and yeah. for my mental health and all of this. And, yeah, I, uh, I don't see me stopping. I don't want to stop. Um, my family's tra- starting to get into it a little yeah. bit, which is yes. rad. My daughter wanted to get in the school lacrosse, and I was super stoked about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see me wanting to stop. I like challenging myself. I like pushing myself. One of the deals I made with myself was to every year do something bigger, yeah, and bigger and bigger, and go from there. And my first time I ever did it was like my first century Scorta Fondo. I've only sure. been riding for seven or eight years. I haven't been riding okay. very long, and so. Every year, I found something harder and harder and harder, yeah. and funner and funner and funner yeah. and funner yeah. and funner. Yeah. And the rad thing is, like we talked about, uh, family. My family is super into it, and yeah. my wife and daughters insanely supportive over it. I trained so much over the winter and then early year to do Cross Washington this year. And I told him, I was like, well, I'll just take the rest of the year off and I'll just ride bikes. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah. But I got my moment out of the way and go from there. So it's that's, kind of the same that's thing. That's a proper amount of give and take. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, so I know, as I asked you guys, I think before I hit record about events that you guys have in the future. And Justin, I know we need to probably plug one very important one. Oh, yes. Talk to me about what's happening for the rest of the year. Most of us roadies are just going like, well, shit, that's it. Winter is coming. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not doing fucking cross. Gravel roads ass, are still roads. Yeah, yeah, I get my ass handed to me in cross, so so I'm not doing yeah. that. But talk to me about what about you got a big boy coming up. Okay, well I started you know, in the vein of the uh the midnight century, which is just this show up and do it. Yeah. Kind of Spokane And we've talked about that on, yeah. on this show a lot. Yeah. So yeah, no, so uh, people know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, so that inspired me to put together, you know, originally it was the Dirty Spokanza. Yeah. And then there was that thing where, you know, Dirty Kanza they sent me a cease and desist letter. They did no sh- really. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a I got a cease and desist letter. You're oh, shitting yeah. me. And then two oh, weeks yeah. later, they had to change their name. And then it, uh, you know, after uh, and they fucking sent you. Oh yeah. They yeah. were worried. Oh yeah. Well, get this. I was going to change the name to what uh, a bunch know, of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> That was their law department. That's that's the way. Uh, oh my uh, god! Uh, well, they knew that this was a ratter ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Security. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But when they changed the name to uh, uh, Unbound Gravel, I thought, yeah. well, I'll change our name to Unground Babble. <laughs> 
and, and I'm going to get a collection of cease and desist letters. Yeah, <laughs> get that, these guys at your doors in black suits <laughs> yeah. and helicopters. Yeah, yeah. So Lifetime comes up with this ride in, in Arkansas called the, the Big Sugar. I'm like, Shig Booger, right? Yeah. Shig Booger. Besides, yeah. I'd ride uh, with Shig Booger. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a one-day event, and, and it, it just started with you know, a ride with Thomas Yates, and then I came up with a name for it, and then, like, oh, shit, there needs to be a sticker, and then, yeah, it, you know, like, well, I'll put together a Facebook event page, and then, you know, a dozen people showed up, and then, uh, and, and then we went through the name change, and I rebranded as the Gravel Flam Dangle. Yeah, yeah. And, so you know, no three one d- three distances. Uh, yeah, we've got three routes. There's the uh, thirty-two mile Group W route, uh, and the sixty-three mile minor devastation route, yeah, yeah. which summits Mount Spokane, oh. and the ninety mile major devastation route, which also summits Spokane and has a shit ton of bushwhacking and single yeah. track, and and uh, that thing has. Uh, I, I did the recon on Saturday with Jason Ostriker. Yeah. And uh, Jason's been on the show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's been yeah. on the show. He's the yeah. sixth place finisher of the Trans Am bike race. Yeah. And he's your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he he giggled like a little <laughs> fan boy. He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like him. Yeah, yeah, it was so nice to spend the day with him. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he didn't need a lot of exercise, so we were yeah. able to ride together. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, that one's like uh, ten thousand five hundred feet of climbing. And, oh man! Uh, and, and this year it's it's just a low profile kind of thing. So it is next Sunday. First, it's always the first Sunday in October. Okay, okay. And, you know, it interferes with cross season. But next year I'm teaming up with uh, a race promoter, Down East Racing, out of Olympia, Washington. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna go legit with permits. And insurance sure. and entry fees. It's only a matter of time, man. Sponsors, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And nice. and but you know we'll also have a, a, a team of volunteers that can really fuck with people who are trying to win this goddamn thing because the <laughs> shtick has always been winners got to buy the tacos. Okay, and it, you know like Daniel Perry, uh, he's a hell of a rider from Seattle came out and won it a couple of years ago. <laughs> 75 bucks man cough it up we got really? a lot of tacos wow here. <laughs> yeah and he instead did? of winning yeah. a prize you pay out a oh prize. yeah yeah wow. yeah wow. And, and then second prize you know that's something a little better and third prize is like you know that's the primo spot except for the brick preems we've got preems you know like they, we had the big big air preem it used to be in the jump park when it rode out of downtown now that it's going out of the big barn brewery we've i just have like a, a cinder block and a sketchy board you know piece of plywood that sure. you know uh, there's the big air preem, uh, but the brick preem uh, up at the entrance to Mount Spokane. I put a brick up there with a with a sticker on it, and you know people that have hauled that thing over the mountain and back to the finish line have gotten uh, you know something they, special. For yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got fifty bucks. You oh know, God! So, yeah, they're basically going pro. Geez, that's better than paying for tacos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, I had the extra weight. <laughs> Yeah, right yeah. on. So, uh, do you want people to search for it this year? Or do you want them to wait? Uh, you know, the the Gravel Brain Trust is the website yeah, 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 that yeah. in it is. Uh, it's gone backwards. It was like bad, and now it's like uh, <laughs> now it's worse than bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm hoping to get some help with that. There, there's, uh, uh, but uh, you know, Down East Racing at the very least will have. Uh, right have it on bike ridge 
Okay. For next year, you know, next week it'll be just, you know, sign up by showing up. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I'm going to put some water up by the gate into Mount Spokane for the folks coming down on the minor devastation route. I, I really uh, hope, I really hope, uh, you know, uh, this spirit and this stuff isn't fucked over by insurance and registrations and organizations and sponsors because you know that's that's gravel's got it right now and it's and i i love the fact that guys like you come up with these events and are just like oh let's just go fucking do it but you got to be paranoid oh somebody's gonna crash and they're gonna take my house from me or something yeah, like yeah. that like last know? time we did it uh there were like 75 people that showed up yeah one of chairman's buddies <clears throat> crashed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. and you're riding and down you're, the hill. You're terrified yeah. of that now, and then it becomes yeah. this this whole different element, and that's that's yeah. hard. So, you know, I ho- I hope we can keep it. I hope we can keep it. We're such a litigious society here in the U.S., and that I hope I hope it doesn't fuck it up. So, keep yeah. it up, man. Yeah. Keep yeah. it up. Yeah. 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 I mean, keep the, it the, up. Keep keep doing it, and keep coming up with funky ideas, man. Because that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. I don't man. know if you doesn't have anything that isn't a funky idea. No, I agree. And I love it. Yeah, I I agree. Let's end with some speed round, gentlemen. Okay, you got to answer quickly, though. No, so I'm going to okay. ask you just random questions, and we can start with Ethan and just go down it's around like the circle. Family feud style, kind of, kind of, okay. but they're all cycling related. Okay, okay. so you got to be honest with me. Okay, so uh, question number one: tire pressure, big deal or don't worry about it? Oh, worry about it. Worry about it. Big, big deal. Big deal. Big deal, especially on a mountain bike. It's okay. Twenty two in the back and twenty one in the front. All right. Uh, I destroy a back wheel and then air up. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. Big deal. Aero bars on gravel bikes. Yes, no, or hell no? Hell no. Hell no. Uh, I don't ride around the block without aero bars. Oh, so that's a yes. <laughs> I just took mine off. You just took yours off, so that's a <laughs> meh. Socks under or over leg warmers? Oh, under. Under. Oh, yeah, yeah, the little zippy thing on the leg warmers. That'll yeah. dig into my leg, yeah. So, yeah, so you're under. Yeah. Okay. I go both. It depends on you the socks. Both? All right. Oh. All right. Uh, question yeah. number four. Does Yes or no, does Justin put too much shit on his bike? Yeah. 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 Justin, do you put too much shit on your bike? Until someone's <clears throat> bonking, and then I pull out the 10 pounds of food. Oh, yeah. I always rely on Justin. <laughs> yeah. He's a always. fucking rolling refrigerator. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Aaron Boatman's been licking... Licking wrappers for the last 50 miles. <laughs> and I pull out this 10-pound bag of cheese curds. <laughs> and no, he can't. He's got more and more that he can get on there. He keeps telling me it's only 15 pounds. I feel so bad for his yeah. bikes. They're just crying for help. Yeah. It's just, you know, I every time I look at your bike, I hear this Sarah McLaughlin song, you know, <laughs> in the arms of an angel. Just yeah. like, just going to shoot it. Just let that bike die. Um, next one. Best mid-ride fueling option. If you could pick anything. It's probably chocolate milk. Chocolate yeah. milk. Uh, gas station hot dogs. Gas station hot dog. Oh, Doritos. Doritos. Ooh, three Doritos, man. <laughs> they also are a great yeah. fire starter. Um, best yeah. pre and post of a 100 miler. Pre, I talk about the, the beverage you would have before a ride, and the post is the beverage you would have after a ride. It's got to be a beverage? Yes. Oh, no. Pre and post. I'm not much of a beverage guy i guess uh would chocolate milk count again yeah yeah <laughs> probably chocolate both milk. before and after yeah okay yeah. just coffee coffee pre yeah coffee pre yeah. what kind how do you have your coffee uh I, I leave my coffee in the hands of the professionals you know oh so. no you don't you like the thing with all the whipped cream on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean i, I showed up at threethan's house here one morning he's like hey let's swing by and get some coffee he like 
You have to go to Florence, freaking Italy, to get a cup of coffee as good as he makes. I'm the, I, I got an espresso yeah, machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your post? Uh, post. Uh, you know, recover. I think. First thing you read for. Oh, Co- wait, you know recover. what? Uh, I, I have to. I retract that. Uh, Lagunitas hop. Lagunitas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's it's an NA hoppy water kind yeah, of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I've had oh. some of those. They're deli- That is really good. Oh man, that is really good. Yeah. Locally, uh, Lumberbeard is making some of that. I guess. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coffee. Coffee pre. Yeah, black. Black, just, just regular. Coffee. You guys are keeping just it coffee. simple. I like it. Hence the you know suffering in the middle of nowhere. You're not going to get specific, right? Yeah. What's the post? Oh, it doesn't happen all the time. But the best of all times, root beer float. Root beer float. Oh, oh, oh yeah, nice. Takes yeah. Right yep. yep. <laughs> best bike you've ever owned. Well, the best bike I've ever owned uh, was that single speed that or that fixed gear that got hit by the car. Oh. Yeah, R.I.P. It was okay. a civilian hustle. It was blue. It was really nice. Okay. Uh, I'd have to say. The, the evil chamois Hagar that I have right now. <laughs> That's the one you have right now. It's my favorite one, yeah. All right on, right on. I love them all equally, but I have to go with my roadie. Your road bike? Yeah. What is it? Uh, just a trek. Okay. Yeah, and I just, oh, I love it. Fashion faux pas that people just need to get over, and I know what you're going to say. <laughs> but, yeah. I wear shorts. I almost never wear Lycra. You don't? Yeah, just I like a good pair of shorts. Deal with it. Uh, uh, can I ask the 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 first base layer that is underneath those? Are you, you pair of underwear? Pair I'm of underwear. No chamois game, actually. Oh my god, my yeah. taint is. <laughs> we didn't ah. even get into butt care on this. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> this episode, it's, yeah. it's that's all. It's both episode. simple and complicated. <laughs> wow, Justin. Uh, Fashion faux pas people need to get over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bib straps over the jersey. Oh, God. I did it. Over the jersey? Yeah, I want to throw them out right now. That makes me nervous. I've seen him do it. It's painful. I was coming down Antoine this Saturday, you know, which is like more than halfway into the major devastation route. And I realized, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've had my vest off for hours. And. Bib straps are still over the jersey, oh, but you know, geez. like if you gotta stop and dig a hole, you know, you don't want to have to yeah, take your shirt off, <laughs> especially if it's cold. Fashion full poppy building, get over. I don't know. I'm yeah. a firm believer in if you look good, you ride good. So, I, I mean, love the I, way you think, I, man. I mean. The yeah. third eye mirror too. I guess that would be my other. You thing. ride with those things too. That's yeah. what I was expecting you to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of a lot of violations in one specific body, isn't he? And we're in yeah. chicken costumes season. Right I've now. seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, oh. I've seen that. It, uh, <laughs> two more guys. If you had a thousand dollars to spend on cycling right now, what would you buy? Not aero bars. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm. You, you, I'm not the best much. at this. Yeah, um, it's okay. I just buy a ton of tires. I love yeah, different tires. That's a good call. Yeah, that's a good call, especially with all the different terrains. And you guys are talking about yeah. the fact that you all took tire pressure seriously. Yeah, I mean, you see those tires I rolled in today. Yeah, it really would have been nice to have like some 35s, Something but a little bit smaller. Those are two point fours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm in the process of finishing my salsa cutthroat. Okay. Uh, so there's a suspension fork going on that thing. Right on. Uh, Lauv? No, no. This one will be a Ren Sports upside down fork. Wow. A 110 mil. 
Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's my extra chunk. Why are salsa cutthroats always available online? Uh, Why is everybody trying to sell a salsa cutthroat? <laughs> Am I the only one who notices that? It's like, Jesus Christ. Why does everybody want to get rid of these things? Are they? It's a good bike, right? It is a fantastic yeah. bike. Salsas are legendary. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. Thousand bucks to spend. Oh. Well. I'm, I'm looking into building a Dymo set. For, yes. For lights and yes. everything. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah we well go. spent. Yeah. Last one. Uh Worst song to get stuck in your head whilst riding a marathon distance. Worst song that has ever been stuck in your head. Let's go worst and best. Or artist. I guess I'll, I'll allow you to go a little bit broad. Worst. That Baby Shark song is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so ah, that's a Baby good, Shark. That might win. That might win. The best one. And it could be an artist, too. You it can, can be an artist. Yeah. I don't know. Anything by the Clash is like really nice. Oh, right yeah. Too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. You've just, gone up got the cool that driving yeah. thing to it. You've gone up the cool factor. I oh, like thanks, that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Not like you didn't in the first place, but yeah. Yeah. Well, You're going to be like, it's going to be Weird Sisters, isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> uh, he knows you. Yeah. Well, well, anytime I'm on a ride, I usually come up with a song. You know, like yeah. my wife and I were doing a little, uh, little three day trip up in Canada for our anniversary this year. And, uh, you know, I thought it'd be cool to ride the uh, BC Epic 1000, which is a thousand kilometers, yeah, about a day shorter than Cross Washington, uh, but like major backcountry. Uh, but I, I was, I was thinking like I want to fuel that ride entirely on poutine, which is a Canadian thing. <laughs> oh my thing. god! Oh, gravy and cheese curds. Dude, I'm worried about you. Gravy and cheese curds on French fries. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just had some Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, I only want to eat it when I'm riding like that. But, you know, then, oh. then the song Smells Like Poutine Spirit popped into my head. And we, we had a day oh to uh, to sit by the lake on, on that trip. And I wrote out the lyrics. And <laughs> Can you name some of your other titles of songs? Oh, yeah. Well, I, oh, I just yeah. I actually recorded one. And maybe you can... Put that in this episode. There's one with my kid's name in it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the man Man with the hammer. hammer. Yeah, Yeah, the man with the hammer. I've actually got a video for that one. Yeah. uh, But, uh, yeah, I I just did a... I don't know if it's a Weird Al or Queen spoof. It's another one rides the bike. And I I put it together for the ride that uh, uh, Threethan and I did. Uh, I think it was the spiced latte, and then I, I think so. Yeah, my camera was yeah. missing that week, so I didn't film that ride. But, yeah, <laughs> but wow. yeah it, it's it, it's all about you know climbing and cracking on. Not, so you're not getting stuck on anybody else's songs; they're just popping into your head. It's yeah, yeah, random shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay. No sleep till Tico. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. get I remember that one. They're releasing an album at yeah. some point. Yeah. 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 So I don't. I don't know. I love music. Yeah. So. You're I'll good? have to go genre. I okay. listen to a lot of really random things. Like I'll listen to a lot of disco, like BGs and stuff like that. And then oh, next man. thing you know, it'll go to metal. Yeah. And so I listen to everything. Do you guys listen when you ride? Do you guys take headphones yeah, when you I'll, ride? I you do. do. Uh, yeah. I actually listen to a lot more like motivational stuff and things like that okay. when I ride. Okay. But I don't really listen unless. I'm by myself. Yeah. If I'm by myself, yeah. then I'm kind of the same yeah. way. Yeah, because yeah. because we're usually you know engaged in really intelligent conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fuck. yeah. If, if I'm this so stupid. <laughs> why do we do this? Yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If I'm riding solo, I, I will uh, starve myself on music until I'm yeah. uh, until I'm yeah. hitting the wall and, and yeah. you know get get a visit from the man with the hammer and then I'll, oh yeah when yeah. I need the dopamine bump I'll turn on yeah. you know there's a there's a Brian Jonestown massacre playlist that I have and all it's like it, you know and sometimes like music will hit me weird and I'll just start sobbing like a freaking banshee yeah. and in a good way yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I wouldn't want anyone to hear that because I would be committed instantly. Yeah, no, and, and there are those crying on your bike. Oh, yeah. I I finished. I think I uh, I uh, finished Belgian waffle, and I was I was my wife was how are you? And I'm like I have no idea why I'm crying right now. I seriously don't. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea why I'm crying. You know, yeah. I did, it was a bike ride and I finished it, but I miss it. Oh, I was yeah. just that, a basket. That's what you knew it. That was the joy. Yeah, it must have been. It. Yeah, no, it was. It was great. So, what do you uh, listen to, Patrick? Uh, I'm I'm all across the board. I made I made a joke on this podcast that if I hear Kate Bush is running up that hill at any given point in time on a bike ride, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I'll uh, bring it this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I I like I'm I'm kind of old school. I'm you know grunge punk stuff like that. Nice. So you know, but uh, I did see Green Day in the Tri Cities once, and they were all about four foot five. Wow. And, and I've been a Green Day fan ever since. Nice. But, yeah, they're a good band. So, you guys. I don't know if we've gained any perspective, but I, I, I love trying to g- at least empathize. And I don't mean that as an as an insult because I, I don't think I could ever get out and go and do a 350 miler. I, I don't think I could. Um, and, and I know there are rider, uh, there are cyclists who are listening to this who are going, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, or the same guy who's going, still don't know Lil Wilcox's. But um, well, I do it a lot slower than Bike Fit Sam. I'll just say that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, um, to to be able to understand that you know we're all uh, you know, we're all we all do it and we all love it and we all do what we do and you know and I the thing I find that the more people I meet in the gravel world I'm I'm in, entrenched to a certain degree into it, but. I, the more I, I love to step away from that roadie elitism sometime. And, and, you know, people joke, and it's a stereotype about roadies being elitist, but it's it, it kind of rings true in a lot of situations. And I think a lot more roadies need to lighten the fuck up and go ride some gravel rides every once in a while oh, and have absolutely. some fun. You know, I when, think all the roadies do have gravel bikes. They right? are now. <laughs> yeah, they are now. So, yeah, they but, are. but on that note, I totally agree because they now have them, and... It's fucking pushed. up roadie. It's fucking up gravel. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say it's fucking. I don't want to say it's fucking up because it's still just bikes on dirt now. Yeah. Says yeah. the roadie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Says the roadie. Right. And well, didn't you, you take six guys yeah. up to the su- yeah. uh, to the sunrise ride this year? Yeah. 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 So there. Nice. So nice. the first year we did it, it was me and Justin, and we put that out to everyone. Yeah. No one showed up, <laughs> but I had half my team go. Yeah. I mean, they were like, "Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it." So. Several of them were at the Midnight Century this year. I saw several of them there. You know, all all good guys. You know, and I think hopefully we'll get to that point where we all just relax and ride our bikes, man. You know, yeah, yeah. Especially especially when it comes to advocacy and stuff like that, we all just gotta fucking get on the same page. Yeah, it's just bikes. Yeah, right. There we go. You guys, thanks for your times, and here's all cyclists uh, learning to shut the fuck up and get along regardless of their bike type, except for Ethan who rode here on big ass tires and I'm going to judge him for it. <laughs> I was comfortable. There we go. <laughs> he did not have a third eye mirror or arrow bar. Yeah. And his bibs weren't even in, invisible, <laughs> even though he wasn't wearing cycling shorts. Uh, wearing a pair of slacks. No clammy shammy. Thanks you guys. All right. Does it explain anything? I'm not sure. 
But what it does is it brings us together. It lets us all understand that we're all just cyclists out there going for it, regardless of whatever terrain and distance and bike choice we decide to use. That's what the Pack Filler is about. It's just people who like riding the two-wheeled lifestyle. Hey, thanks for uh, tuning in to the first of our 2022-2023 interviews season. You might have noticed at the top of the show, we don't have a sponsor for the interview season this year. But, you know, hey, that's because we just got the ball rolling. If you or if anybody you know might be interested in doing something like that, drop us a line. Patrick at PackFiller.com or one of our social media channels. Other than that, hey, if you didn't know, we're on YouTube live every week with our show here in the Rim Break Bar. Be sure, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and all those sorts of things. We will catch you next time on the next episode of the Pack Filler Interviews. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.